If you're strong, you can fly. You can reach the other side of the podcast. It's alright, sit and chill. There's an hour left to fill, and we gotta go fast. That's what so makes sense. GHC, GHC, GH. Say your nuts and train no drinkers. GHC, GHC, GHC. The arists and overthinkers. GHC, GHC. Spinning through this crazy fandom. GHC, GHC. Knock, knock, it's Nathan. Howdy, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to the GHZ, a podcast about Sonic the Hedgehog and other things. On behalf of my three fellow co-hosts, as always, we are so happy you're here. TT Sonic Joshua, I'm one of the other things. Uh, I do the theme tune. Occasionally, I do bits as well. That means something different in England. Don't look it up if you're under the age of 18. Or do. I don't give a shit. I'm not the police. Um, No more hate mail this week, which I'm a bit disappointed by. Uh, there's no such thing as bad attention in my book. Send us so your hate mail. <laughs> keep it coming. We want to see how angry we make you. It feeds me. Drop comments below, like and subscribe. Do a tweet on us. Do all of the things. All of all of those lovely, lovely things. It makes us feel seen. And speaking of seeing things, I think I see someone coming up next. Who's that? Oh, uh, yeah. This is Grant. And I'm Grant. I'm the third one who speaks. Hello. I'm the coolest. Yeah, I'm yeah, here yeah. to remind you that uh, we want you to come hang out in our Discord with the likes of Miguel, Pig Day and 20, Eon Cats, and Male Tears, and more. So mm. many more. You can be talking about Sonic and other things, and whether they're based or mid or submitting your uh, tier rankings of things. And speaking of tears, uh, this would normally be the spot where I'd throw to Lee, and then Lee would say, oh, I'm Lee, I'm the podcast mascot. I might remind you of Um, uh, RoboCop from the hit movie RoboCop, uh, or whatever you would say. I don't know. Lee, Lee unfortunately, couldn't be here tonight, and uh, out of respect, yeah, yeah, out of respect, I opted not to do a really rubbish impression, but I thought about it, because I'm the closest, (laughs) geographically. But Grant took that low-hanging fruit so he did yeah. we're, was... we're all good <laughs> all right <laughs> somebody had to do it but so yes. so for your for this episode dear listeners maybe you can be the mascot in your own mind yeah so just mentally supplant yourself there as the fourth member of our crew uh and and feel included if you want or don't i'm not the police yeah you keep saying it makes me think you are the police. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. That sounds a lot like something a cop would say. It does. Then hey it, yeah. man, now that we've asked you legally, you have to tell us <laughs> if you are a cop. <laughs> Speaking of fourth members of the crew, um, we uh, we actually have uh, we have an extra one tonight, don't we? We've got a guest tonight. Do we? Very, very special guest to me and to all of you. Oh, yeah? well, I'm sure it's none other. Than my actual IRL girlfriend Jenny. She's here. Whoa! Yeah. IRL girlfriend Jenny. What? Hi Jenny. Hi, Hi Jenny. Hello. Hi. Welcome Thank to the you for podcast. Having me. Thank you. We've been doing this podcast for so long now, and this is the first time Josh has let you get on the mic, huh? What's up with that? Yeah, we've been fighting over it for weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> desperate to come on and talk, and he just. I don't think he really likes me. Uh... <laughs> oh, whoa. I'm joking, of course. Dropping the bombs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I am a cop. 
Um, <laughs> Jenny, did you know he's, you've been dating a cop this whole time? Anything to take the heat off of it. Look, oi. Look, I mean, let's not, because it's going to be in it. It's just going to be, let's make fun of Josh all night. And you know what? I said, I said before, you do it 30 or 40 more times and I'm, you know, I'm really going to think about it. I'm gonna, it's gonna, really going to start sinking in. So um, we get a few punches in today then. If you want, yeah. So ostensibly, this is a Sonic the Hedgehog podcast, but sometimes it's not really about Sonic because we get tired of talking about Sonic and we want to talk about other things with our friends. And we like things that are Sonic adjacent. Uh, mm. And one of those adjacent things, as you've noticed by the title, is the Teenage Mutant Hero slash Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yay. Uh, yeah. Also 90s era anthropomorphic animals fighting an evil human, delivering sick catchphrases. Uh, using cool, bright colors. Eating junk food. Eating junk yes. food. Yes. That's a big also one. Also a thing. Um, fighting against a big round robot. It's animals fighting robots who are created. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in from another dimension and they're fighting a human. And look, there's a lot of parallels. Yeah, uh, the point is, is that we also like the turtles. And we've been liking Shredder's Revenge. And it's mm. kind of put uh, a little bit of a uh, turtle back in our soup. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Has anybody here eaten turtle soup? Is it any good? No, I'm vegetarian, man. Shredder loves it. I would try it. I've never had it though. Shredder does love it though. He's always just like, tonight I dine on turtle soup. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he just like really likes turtle soup, or was that all a metaphor? That's what it is. Yeah, he just saw them one time. Was just like, I'm really hungry. Foot plan. Um, get turtles. I want to <laughs> make a soup out of those human-sized animals. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah. make a shitload. We can put it. We can meal prep and put it in the freezer. Uh. <laughs> it would be mutant soup. <laughs> and how how do you is turtle soup like a real dish or is that something Shredder is making up? Like he just wants to mash them into a soup. I feel like I've into heard a paste. Yeah, turtle soup enough times before that it has to be a real thing, right? I hope it's not a real thing. But do you put a do you boil a turtle? Like what is how do you make turtle soup? Are you gonna make me look this up now? Yeah, I guess you like butcher a turtle probably and put it in soup. Turtle soup is indeed a real dish made from turtles. You might think mock turtle soup would be better, but it's also made from disgusting ingredients. Question for you, which is when did you guys all first get into turtles? Who is your favorite turtle? And how did that interact, if at all, with Sonic the Hedgehog? Jenny, when did you first get into Turtles? Oh, gosh. Um, I first got into the Turtles since I can remember. Um, I remember watching it when I was very little and I was obsessed with them. Uh, and when I was really little, the the purple one was my favorite, Donatello, because he was purple. No other reason. I just loved purple. Is uh, that your favorite color? Yes, it still is. And then, nice. in fact, I'm wearing a purple Turtles t-shirt right now. Wow. <laughs> Just coincidence. It's full circle. <laughs> um, and then, as I got a bit older, I loved Michelangelo because he's a party dude. He's the best one. Yeah. He's, he's the best. Cool. He's clearly the best one. He's Is clearly he? a stoner, too. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I have an affinity him. for him. Oh, yeah, it just sounds like yeah. you're describing yourself, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> describe anything i'm what the best one yeah i guess i am you do eat a lot of pizza <laughs> i do and i do yeah. live in a sewer i guess <laughs> i live in my own filth no yeah. oh okay. and you call a rat your dad <laughs> current favorite is Raphael because 
I just love how sarcastic he is. He's very wow. Funny. So you've kind of like gone all around the world and you just left Leonardo out, huh? I did. No I kind Leo. of feel bad because Leo's good, but yeah, sorry, he's dude. Just a bit, he's just, isn't he's, it boring, is he? He's not my favorite. He never has been. Maybe one day he will be when I become more sensible like him <laughs> <laughs> he's the sensible one though isn't he he yeah. is the sensible one yeah i guess that's what you want when you're older in life <laughs> he's he's yes. a good egg i like him he's just not my favorite egg he's got two swords you'd think he'd be real dangerous but those swords seem like they're made out of cardboard or something they they just <laughs> seem like big puffy blocks that don't really they don't draw blood you don't tend to see i liked playing as leonardo in the new shredder's revenge game I think he was the first turtle that I leveled up all the way. Mm. Although he was never my actual favorite. Uh, I definitely, same with you, Jenny. I remember being into turtles uh, for as far back as I can remember, but I was never like, I, I was really into the toys and the uh, movies, particularly the first two movies, third movie, even as a, the third movie where they go back in time to Japan was the first time I remember as a kid realizing that movies could be not good. <laughs> Before that, I was just like, oh, all movies are good as like a rule. And then there yeah, was that one. You'd only watch like, oh. like high cinema, like The Godfather before that, right? <laughs> well, you're just like entertained by everything. Like you just like pretty much everything you see. And then you yeah. see that and you're like, oh, it's I should like this, but I, I don't. Huh. Weird. I'm upset that the turtles disappointed you. It was like that in the Super Mario Brothers movie right around the same time, I feel like. They were both revelations of like, oh, uh, things can be things can be bad, even if I think I like the thing that's in it. Like, I like Mario and I like the turtles, so why am I not liking these movies? You must have been very disappointed with Sonic later on. Yes, <laughs> no, it was preparing me. You're crazy. <laughs> Life lesson. Um, that was something that we brought up in the Discord recently, is that people were talking about, who was it? Well, our dear listener, Comet, was saying that um, the 2007, I want to say 2007, uh, the Ninja Turtles are like CGI animated movie. They were just like, oh, this is the the best one. And I'm like... I liked that one. It, I, I did too. I feel like it got, uh, it just sort of flew under the radar a little bit. But um, Yeah, I don't think it, just, it, yeah, it was like a big success, but I, I, no. I actually saw it like two times in theaters, I think. But this is the thing. That was the one released by the Weinstein Company, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I like it so much, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! And what I'm saying is, is like, is that they were like, "Oh, it's the best one." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's not really a high bar because they're all a little bit shit." Even the ones you like. Now, I like the first Ninja Turtles live action movie, but I don't think it's a very good movie. I think it's just like it's it's okay until they get to the bit where they just like people complain about this fucking wedding scene in sonic 2 there's a bit where they just go to a house in the middle of nowhere oh isn't that the best part i thought that was the best part oh it's boring why are they kicking ninjas and and <laughs> hanging out with cool punk guys listening to fucking vanilla ice and shit like doing cool 80s stuff because they've got to like recenter after they like lost the fight in the burning apartment and they got separated from i don't remember i haven't seen this movie and mm -hmm. i should have watched it to uh, research for this episode, but I oh, didn't. Okay. Uh, I'm curious to rewatch it, but I remember that that house scene sticking out to me, maybe just as a kid, because it's like it's the quiet moments with them, and you go, "Oh, the turtles—they're deep." Yeah, I hate <laughs> quiet moments, as you may have noticed. Not now so much. Maybe I should give it another try. But well, you are such a Michelangelo. I just I am, and it, I, I've got to say for my shame as well that my favorite one was actually the third one, which I understand is even worse, possibly the worst one. 
but I just I like time travel that much. I just couldn't fucking help myself if it's got time travel in it. I'm I'm there, baby. Yeah, my memory of those films is I don't have much memory for them, but I I do remember that I liked the first one or I wasn't that impressed with the others, but I I I keep meaning to rewatch them as an adult and I never have. I was more into the cartoon and and the games than anything, so yeah, the cartoon did so well. I mean, that was an, amazing. As we were discussing before the show, you were saying it was basically just there to sell the toys, which is that was yeah. the sort of standard practice, wasn't it? All like He Man and Transformers and all of those cartoons mm. were all just toy commercials. Um, this one maybe more transparently so. I don't know because the creators actually said it. Like, but uh, yeah, it was it, none of it's really based on on the old Mirage comics or anything, but then it seems to hold a lot of nostalgia for people. It's probably most people's entry point into the Turtles, including yours. Yeah, for me, like I watched the cartoon before I even knew there were comics because I've been watching it since I was really little. And my my parents were mean and never bought me comics <laughs> when I was a kid. So uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I remember being in shops and I remember looking at like the Sonic comics and being like, oh, I need these because I love Sonic as a kid. And my parents were just like, you don't need them and uh, refused me. And uh, I'm scarred as a result. So... <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja trauma. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, I, I got the comics as an adult though. So now I am fulfilled. Uh, yeah, well, I, I got you the IDW you first do. collection, didn't I? Yes. But have you yeah. got any of the Mirage comics then? Yeah, I've got, um, I think I've got like two, three, four, and five. I don't have the first one. Got or it. it might be that I don't have the first two. I think I've got like three, four, five, and six or something like that. Oh, I'll have to keep an eye out for those, man. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they're about somewhere. You got a whole collection of uh, stuff as well, a bit like my Sonic, my bizarre Sonic shrine that's growing by the day. You've got your own little turtle selection. When I turned, um, I think I turned like, I don't know, 19, 20, and I decided that having um, comic books and figurines and all that stuff was really nerdy and I'd probably never find a boyfriend if I kept that stuff uh how wrong I was um but yeah so I actually got rid of a lot of my stuff that I'd collected over the years I kept a few token items of my turtle stuff but then um my amazing housemate Emma um a couple of birthdays ago I'd been telling her about how I missed all my stuff and wish I kept it and she collected all these random bits over like six months and um so i've got this box under my bed just full of all this turtles memorabilia and it's got like games and like stickers that's so sweet of her it's so lovely and she painted the box to look like a pizza box it's so sweet of her (laughs) such a great gift um but yeah because of her i now have a collection back which is really cool there you go nathan how did you get into turtles yeah, so I had some exposure to the Turtles just, you know, being a kid growing up in the 80s and 90s. It was inevitable, I guess. But uh, my story, I guess, is uh, I, I've mentioned before kind of like my religious and cultural upbringing in the past before. So it was one of those things that I guess the church was not, did not fully approve of, 
like many other things that they do, of course, right? So there was influence of it being whatever <laughs> involving mutations and stuff, which might have oh, been, I guess, course. dirty propaganda for the evolutionary agenda <laughs> or yeah. something. Who knows? I don't know. But here so, I thought it was going to be the <laughs> violence, but it was the mutation. Yeah, something like that. So I mean, I remember like seeing some of the cartoons and having some of the toys and playing the games at friends' houses and stuff like that. But what I do remember is. I had some of the action figures, my brother and I, we had some action figures and I really liked them. And my parents ended up making us destroy them and throw them away as part of some like toy purge that they did, which was probably influenced by a book that you can look up, uh, which was titled, I believe, Turmoil in the Toy Box or something. And it was, you know, like an ultra conservative perspective on um, bad influences on children's fragile minds with uh, the standard you know, commercial marketing garbage, of course, at the time, but, yeah. uh, you know, harmless in a lot of ways. So uh, I, my exposure to the turtles was kind of cut short. I was like kind of disallowed from engaging you with it after a certain point. So I didn't follow it too much after that. So, you know, I ended up liking Sonic a lot and Legos were my favorite toy growing up. But I do remember I liked Donatello the best because he had the longest weapon in the old video games and He's like a tech nerd <laughs> like me. So you, did you have to burn the turtles toys? Uh, <laughs> we didn't burn the turtles, toys, but we did burn some books <laughs> that had fairy tales in them. And I know that this oh, wow. is all going to sound like oh. really extreme. And I want to say that, you know, like my parents are like very conservative growing up, but, you know, they were all well-intended, <laughs> well-intentioned. Oh. And I... You know, uh, I have made peace with a lot of these things that happened to me as a kid. Sure. Uh, we, <laughs> this is like, I guess one of those forever memories burned in my head, like uh, uh, whatever, like that Pixar memory uh, movie, Inside Out, where we had the turtles action figures oh. and my parents made us smash them with hammers oh <laughs> to break God. them before we oh, threw dude. them away. And uh, my brother, I remember I was kind of like disappointed, but like, going along with it but i think my brother who was two years younger than me i think he maybe took it harder than i did um yeah oh, it was, no. it's kind of like yeah it's a really shitty thing to do to your kids i guess yeah yeah that sucks dude yeah it's it's, it's not great well it's just i i'm always just sort of fascinated by like the conservative need to like destroy and like burn things that they mm-hmm. don't like or don't approve of it's like we've got to like burn it we've got to like destroy it we've got to first buy it but then we've got to destroy it yeah, it yeah. was something that they let us buy first, right? And then maybe they were enlightened by the church or other friends at church or whoever telling them, oh, this stuff is actually really bad for your kids or whatever. You know, I was a kid, so yeah. I didn't have the full context of like these decisions being made and all that. But it wasn't yeah. like we bought them just to That's destroy true. them. Like they were toys that we had and cherished. And then my parents someday, one day were like, you can't have this anymore. I feel like maybe just taking it away May have been a better Less traumatizing because that is, again, yeah, a very vivid mm. memory of me smashing my Donatello figure with a oh, hammer. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Uh, That's fucked up. Look at the I... rabbits, Donatello. Look at the rabbits. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh no. mate, no. Oh, um, uh, it's tragic. Of hedgehogs and turtles. Um, mm hmm. Yeah, that's the new podcast title, I guess. That's fine. I didn't realize that that was all part of the satanic panic, but I suppose like everything was right, apart from yeah, there was a lot, right? It's uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of it the, the good lord, and, and that's about all you're allowed. Yeah, 
Yeah, and so I think it's kind of like a ritualistic thing, right? You're like, eh, whatever, yeah. exercising demons, or maybe not no, quite literally, but yeah, you have goodness. to do some sort of purge action and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. not stuff that I uh, believe. I now feel less sad that I couldn't have a comic. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was pretty... <laughs> I love you that. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I did. You got, you got one up there, man. Fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to like <laughs> bring everything down here. But that is the most interesting story I'm that I have fascinated. as a personal anecdote relating to turtles. But it <laughs> is interesting, friend? though. It's pretty good. Yeah, because I I also had no idea that people ever saw them like that. And mm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's because they're so harmless. They're such nice boys. And it's like a thing that's repeated too, like with Pokemon and Harry Potter, like yeah. the church, like yeah. kind of just like every 10 years, they got to find some new boogeyman and be like, you can't do this. But the turtles were interesting in the sense of like how they would draw this ire um, because they were known in the UK, right? As the hero turtles, not as Ninja Turtles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they were, they were a bit censored. Like, yes, that's uh, true. Side of it. They were always a, a contentious subject. Yes, we, that's correct. We couldn't handle the violence. It was just too much for us. That's the nunchucks, right? You can never show the nunchucks being used, like making no. contact on anything else yeah. or something, right? But well, only the, the nunchucks. Time, only the nunchucks. Because there was a, there was like a, a whole anti-nunchuck see yeah i know i'm just like man y'all in america are crazy but do you remember in the uk when they fucking banned nunchucks only <laughs> All other way the <laughs> um, everything yeah. else it is was, fine it was it specifically nunchucks because there was like one guy got beat up with nunchucks and they were just like no more nunchucks nunchucks be gone and then uh well you know on the on the newspapers up like, headlines ban this sick nunchuck filth every time <laughs> all the time um yeah so yeah, they did. But they did. Grant's absolutely correct. They um, renamed the series to Hero Turtles. They edited a lot of the show down. Got rid of most of the fighting. Yeah, what's wrong with the word ninja? Uh, it's um, violent. Ninjas are violent. Ninjas are violent. Can't be. Yeah, can't be doing that. And then shortly uh, after, well, a few years later, I suppose, when Power Rangers came out, that was like I remember that being a big bone of contention as well for the moral police, not the regular police. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't like Power Rangers? Why? Only about nunchucks. Oh, uh, same same thing. Yeah, violent. You know, because like kids would then go and like be fly kicking other kids in the in the playground, and they were just like, (laughs) yeah, just like a bunch of goofs in costumes doing like gymnastics. Is yes, exactly. I actually did hurt a friend because I pretended to be one of the Power Rangers and kicked her in the chest. And there you go. It was your fault. You got Power Rangers banned. It I was mean, you, the nunchucks, as well, wasn't it? I fucking knew it. How did you know? <laughs> oh, you can't have nice things. <laughs> you got a, you got some pair of nunchucks stashed in that box of stuff that you're removing, yeah. you, didn't you? <laughs> Can, are they still illegal there now? Like extremely illegal, or is it something that people I, don't care about anymore? I think I've I, never I seen anyone with nunchucks, but then, like, why would you? I mean, I've seen people using them in those like videos you can watch on whatever Reddit YouTube stuff of yeah, YouTube people doing fancy stuff with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that sort of stuff. But like, you get like people to do like fire spinning and and juggling and stuff, and they I feel like they'd be into that sort of like business. But I, yeah, I'm not just like walking down the street and there's some dude in like a you know, jean jacket with the sleeves ripped off and like a, a green mohawk. <laughs> 
you know and like oh there's loads of like shutter shades you know and they're just like you know like a nose ring and all that just like hey scuzz yeah. off wasteoid this is our turf like, <laughs> yeah the reality of the around. streets of rage in the 80s. <laughs> exactly streets rage ass punks just like hanging around like chewing toothpicks and shit like that you can have nunchucks it is legal but it's not legal to have them in your possession in a public place okay oh so you can can have have them them in your house yeah so my ones under the bed are legal then can we talk for a bit how good Shredder's Revenge is? Yeah, please. Is? Can, <laughs> can we talk about that for a while? That's why uh, maybe. Because it's, dear listeners, that's why it's we're so, here. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so uh, We've played it together a bit. Uh, it's mm. so fun to play. Even if you don't have friends who have the game, it's really easy to play online co-op with other people, people yeah. jumping into your party or you jumping into random people's party to like recreate that arcade flow. And it feels much better playing it then like it feels like i remember turtles in time being but i'm sure it's actually yeah. like like it's actually much better you've got like a roll button you've got like these super moves that you charge up you can level up the characters as you go it's still a very short game but it's it's like a two-hour game total which is like sort of the perfect mm. length for a beat-em-up mm. and uh yeah i mean for me it's like my favorite beat like it's it's beaten out streets of rage 4 or river city girls really? is like my favorite recent maybe my favorite all time uh, beat em up. And it makes me also wish for like a Sonic beat em up. Oh man, that would just no. do the same thing, but just have it be Sonic characters and oh, Sonic yeah. special moves. He moves really fast and clears off the screen, but like otherwise it's a beat em up game just with Sonic and tails and knuckles and shadow and rouge and blaze and all your favorites and big and all of your favorites. They could that be there. It's so surprising that they haven't because they made them out of back in the day. They made one out of everything. The fucking Simpsons did one. You mean Marge Simpson go around slapping people in the face. Like I didn't know that. Exactly. Hey, that Simpsons yeah. game is a classic. Exactly. It's great. It's- I'm not slagging it off, mate. It's wicked, but I'm saying they could have, you know, baseball Batman, do a baseball Batman with it. Popular. Yeah arcade video game baseball batman or turtles um no it does i'm i'm literally playing uh shredder's revenge right now and it is wicked um <laughs> i can be both focus josh it's research it's research i when do i ever focus um oh. and it does i'm yeah. playing right now too nice are you on the xbox though yeah you know, oh, i want to switch man oh my god <laughs> all right uh, y'all can go off Fire and out. play i'll finish this podcast by myself <laughs> oh my goodness oh we my can goodness. play after the podcast it's all right fine. <laughs> it's, it's but it is very it's very smooth i know what you mean like and i played uh well we played turtles in time admittedly it's probably a couple of years ago now but we had a bit of a session through it and it's just a lot stiffer i mean it's just a product yeah. of its time i suppose and it um and i found it even at the time i, mean, I, I didn't play it in the nineties, I've had, I had a hyperstone heist, uh, because I was a, a mega drive kid. I'm a Sega kid, obviously. Um, but tells in time, actually the reason I got back into it and started playing it. Well, I suppose for the first time properly is, um, there's that YouTuber, it's called like Mott Def, And he, he did those moon base alpha videos that got massive for, for a minute. Uh, he does loads of like fallout glitch videos and stuff. Anyway, he's wicked. Go and check him out. Um, and he used the turtles music and i was like man this music's fucking sick what's it from and and there we are sewer surfing um i think it's one of the things that like even though there are games that came out even contemporary to it or in in latter days like that are i would say arguably better designed or or more fun to play it's a bit of a classic in its own right so similar to how people 
view GoldenEye over Perfect Dark, even though Perfect Dark's like better in every single possible way. Don't at me. I don't want to hear it. Um, yeah, it's, there's something quite lovely and classic about Tales in Time. And you'd think, oh, it's something that couldn't be topped. You know, like it's it's a, a Sonic Free and Knuckles. Um, but I, I think I think Shredder's Revenge is better. I think it is better in every single way. I don't know why you wouldn't like this. It's, it's fucking fantastic. I like all the little sort of side quest bits you get in it as well. Yeah, that adds a little extra dimension to it. Yeah, just finding like the newspaper prints and, you know, Emma's diary and yeah, it's just a nice little extra thing you can do. Yeah, there's there's reasons to like keep replaying it. And then even after you've found everything, like you still have the ability to like level up your characters, mm. which you know, is kind of more of just like a point of pride more than being like functionally yeah. making a huge difference. You get new moves and abilities and it increases your health bar and stuff. But I suppose that only really matters if you want to level up your boys and then play on the hardest mode, you know, like, you know, uh, or boys and girls, I should say. April's playable now, which is fine. I'm happy with that. It's nice to see it. She's when I say fine, I don't mean like, with. oh, it's okay. I mean, like, like Carrie Grant would be like, hmm, fine. Like, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, she is fun. Yeah, she's a fucking cool character. Yeah, she's really cool. Just smacks them about with her camera. It's great. Yeah, she's got the whole bit. Um, what is the thing that Casey Jones says, his taunt? Something like, come and get it, scuzzbucket. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can probably tell you in just a second. I'm actually playing as Donatello right now. but um, It's something scuzzbucket. Yeah. But I, it's like, because you, like, you're constantly like pressing that button to like, charge up your ninja move and oh like, yeah for, of like, course yeah everybody's got like one cat so it's cool that they've got like the original voice actors for at least like the yes. turtles to come back and so you're hearing uh rob paulson's Raphael, who <laughs> sounds just like rob paulson normal person uh yeah which i guess is how Raphael always sounded uh i you were I didn't very realize. surprised by this yeah i was quite surprised um he always did but uh he does like a laugh and then leonardo's like just breathe or whatever it is he says take a breath whatever he says something about uh, breathing deep breath yeah deep breath i've heard deep, it enough deep, times deep deep breath and mikey goes <laughs> party dude because of course he does yeah donatello and, uh, is just a minute while he like plays out like a game boy, boy yeah. which is cute very sweet splinter what does splinter do you like he um meditates or something yeah yeah april yeah. april says something like any comments that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I was trying to remember. What? Okay. What we'll say is about original voices. Yes, they have got a great deal of them back, um, but they they didn't get the original Splinter or April for some reason. As far as I'm aware, they're still alive and working, um, but they didn't get them back, and it's it's more jarring actually. I, I understand why you wouldn't get, uh, you know, the original uh, Shredder back because we did sadly lose R. I. P. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Yeah yeah um but as for the others yeah it's kind of baffling that they they maybe just spunked all their budget on just the main guys and then just thought everyone else could just fuck off i don't know it just maybe they're just unavailable (laughs) maybe it's just that i don't know yeah i'd have to like make it dramatic or something but who knows but still Um, it's nice to hear the old boys back anyway and it's nice to see yeah did y'all ever see there was this project that some guy on reddit was doing to actually make every single pizza that was mentioned on the cartoon show i believe it was oh, oh wow God, with all the amazing. horrible topping combinations and then he actually yeah. like ate them and would uh, rank them 
Uh, I remember one that was like, like that a year or two ago. It was pretty funny. Um, would you? Mm. <laughs> are there any of those that you think you would eat? Like there were some truly vile combinations of toppings. There was one that was like anchovies and jelly beans jelly or something beans, like yeah. that. He loved anchovies and jelly beans. I remember that. Um, that doesn't seem that bad. If you're going to put pineapple on a pizza, you need a bit of sweetness. <laughs> what if they're <laughs> licorice jelly beans? Okay, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. You don't like pineapple on a pizza? Yeah, I love pineapple on a pizza. You do? That's the only thing yeah. you like. I just, don't, I just don't like licorice oh, okay. jelly beans. That's, that's the best. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's, that's very reasonable. There's different. <laughs> you could have pineapple flavoured jelly beans, couldn't you? No, you literally you could. Have. You could do yeah. that, yeah, sure. Well, then... Um, <laughs> Wow, chicken yeah, right, well, meat, I guess. Yeah, deal with it. Um, well, I, I don't know. I feel like I want to try these pizzas now. Um, and speaking of pizzas, there's a lot of uh, interesting power-ups in this game. You get the... Uh, you get the... I mean, there's a regular pizza, but also like a massive, massive help. There's a pizza that gives everyone health back. So you ain't got six... Because yeah. oh, you can so play nice. up to six people. So yes, you don't fight over the that. pizza like in the old games. <laughs> no, exactly. And then you yeah. end up fucking your mate over, like, you know, because you're yeah, having up to six people friend on who's the already screen. full of health going to grab the pizza first thing. <laughs> Which is what we used to do in Streets of Rage as well. Just like body slam someone when they go for a chicken and then eat it yourself just to fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what um, you're supposed to do. Just trolling people, yeah. But um, now, you know, so that, that's just like a massive. That's what I mean about the old game. It's it is still good in its own right, but in, by today's standards, it is still nice to have those little quality of life things, things like having the story mode with the map screen, things like having little achievements and extra sub quests and and uh, the new power ups and stuff. Um, you know, you got the uh, the one that like makes you uh, spin around, which I think they had the power pizza or whatever in the in the other one, but there's one that just gives you like infinite special, so you can just keep doing your special moves over and over again. And everyone's got different special moves. Everyone's got like three different ones they can unlock and depending on, you know, if you're on the air or on the ground or moving backwards or whatever. There's just um, there's just a lot more to it. Even though, as Grant said, it is still a very short game. You're going to blast... If you play the story mode, you're going to blast through it. In, or arcade mode, sorry. You're going to blast through it in like two hours or less. So I don't own this game, but I've actually heard a complaint from people that two hours is too long for an arcade mode run. Like it might be good for really? a story no mode way. run. But if you're like... If you're trying to do like a, a single arcade mode run through, I saw mm. a lot of people complaining that two hours is too long because I think the older Turtles games are more in the range of like about 40 minutes. Yeah, okay. it is. It is. It is longer. But I I played through arcade mode with uh, some of our GHC friends uh, yeah. who've been on the show before, uh, like Sam and Matt and Bo. Uh, and we we did it in two hours and it was like kind of the perfect length. It was like just enough time to like get into the flow of it. And then, you know, it like, you like reach a little bit of like, a, uh, are we really going to do this by like level 15 or so? Cause there's, I think something like 20 levels or 19, but then you're like, yeah, cause it, there's a good progression throughout the game of, um, you know, you can tell when you're starting to get into the end game and the way that the difficulty ramps up, it never gets too difficult. Really. It's definitely, I think one of the appeals of the game is that it's so easy. Uh, yeah. And so it's just kind of like quite mindless to just sort of like you're just jump kicking and doing your special moves and and dodging a little bit. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, like the, the power up pizzas are like kind of perfectly placed in the levels of so like <laughs> yeah. kind of, so you're not you're not you're not dying too much, really, because yeah. they've the game sort of got you covered. Um, uh, and also 
I mean, well, yeah, sorry, just to finish that off, that yes, we were saying before, weren't we, that they're just, they're always put exactly where you need them. You always go, mm. oh, fuck, I could really use a pizza right now, and there's always yeah. one there. It's like they just knew. Um, so that's just good. I think, in my opinion, that's good design, good testing, you know, they knew yeah. what was up. But also you have other quality of life shit, like you can pick up your mates when they fall over. You can, I was going to mention this. Also, like, yeah. you can share your health with them, can't you? You can share your health. You can do a high five. Yeah, so there's your incentive really cool. to play with other people. If you do accidentally pick up the pizza... Uh, you can give health to your mate to help them out. Speaking right. of pizza, mm. would you like an interesting fact? I would love one. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I looked it up. The first pizza that was ever ordered by the Turtles mm-hmm. was a granola and licorice pizza in episode oh, 19. Uh, granola and licorice. All right, yep. so would you what eat that? Fuck? <laughs> really but- bizarre. In episode yeah, that's so strange. 51, they had butterscotch, onion, and anchovy. Oh, uh, God. And then there's peanut butter and salami uh, with double yogurt topping in episode 86. <laughs> the list I goes actually, on. Can I just say that doesn't sound too bad? Oh, I feel like I'd go for it. These all sound vile. So, but- Jenny, do you know, does, did the pizza thing start with the cartoon, or was that in the original Mirage comics, too, that they liked pizza? Gosh, I actually can't remember. I think it... it- is it in the comics? I can't remember. It's been a long time since I read them. But I know mm. that the creators, um, uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, they used to eat pizza for lunch while working on the original comics. Mm. I can tell you that. Oh, is that um, why then it just sort of bled in because yes, of that? Right? Yeah. I can't remember if it's in the comics or not, actually. That's going to bug me. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm have, a terrible uh... fan. It's going to be some fucking nerd <laughs> listening to us just being like, um, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you come in and join the Discord and you can help school all of us on the on the Turtles because we're, <laughs> we're Turtles fans, but we're not Turtles encyclopedias. Man, we're too busy having sex and doing drugs. Yeah. We're fucking... <laughs> we're, we are. <laughs> we're playing rock and roll till all, all <laughs> hours of the night. You know what my... My favorite line is in the Turtles theme song in the old Turtles theme song is because uh, it's like, you know, uh, you know, Michelangelo is a party dude. Mike mm. Raphael is cool, but re- but it's there's a line in there that's like Splinter taught them to be ninja teens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of love that because it's like Splinter taught them to be ninja teens. Like he there there's part of the continuity then that we're not really privy to of like splinters like hello fellow kids and like taking them around <laughs> to like different schools to be like yeah. this is how you floss this is how you dab uh he's teaching them how to be teens mm-hmm. they That's didn't have flossing and dabbing then they, they would have done the running man and shit, no you know? yeah they would by the time <laughs> flossing and dabbing came around they would have been 30 year olds like us but mm-hmm. yeah so what was that like splinter waited until their 13th birthday and then finally he was like finally my sons i've been training you your entire lives for this i mean that makes sense right why would you teach kids to be ninjas? <laughs> well, you yeah. could teach them to be ninja teens. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, it is weird. I think they just had to rhyme something. Or maybe they were just like maybe it's placeholder lyrics. Like they're all the they were just like yeah. they're the no world's f- most ninja turtles, nin- ninjas. Ninja ninja <laughs> turtles, mutant ninja turtles. Like, yeah. just like Well teens rhymes with what? Machines and Yeah. And that's it, yeah. But you didn't have to say machines. Yeah, they nothing. could have said something else. Mm. Well, you do it. <laughs> Maybe I will. I'll write a better theme <laughs> tune. Who wrote this fucking piece of shit?
Get him on. It the was parade. the guy that created uh, Two and a Half Men. It was. Um, oh my god! Yeah, for real. What? Yeah, that's for real. Uh, what? What's his? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, the creator. Charlie of... Sheen. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, Chuck Lorre. Oh, yeah. Chuck Lorre. Okay. Wow. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. That's Damn. why in the uh, Two and a Half Men TV show, Charlie Sheen plays a guy who writes jingles. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I never like, watched that show. That's what Chuck Lorre did. He like wrote, I guess he like wrote jingles, and one of them was the Turtles theme song. Wow. Amazing. That is, that's pretty interesting. Well, good, good work there, Chuck. Um, Tur- turtle facts. We like those. Um, yeah. But the game's really good, though, isn't it? <laughs> I thought we were supposed to just talk about the game. I thought it was just turtles in general, wasn't it? Jenny, you're the turtles fan. Um, I am. Yeah, let's uh, some more weird turtles trivia on us. Yeah, Tell me some weird turtles trivia. Oh god. Well, I did look up, and they didn't have pizza in the first few comics. Okay. Uh, they were dead serious. Ah, okay. They were dead serious. Although, serious. if you were to look at like their thing, it was going for a beer back then. Apparently, yeah. Wasn't the comic oh, like just a big daredevil type ripoff? It was a lot yeah. more serious. Yeah, and very yeah. serious and gritty, but with anthropomorphic yeah. animals. Yeah, the um the cartoon was a lot softer. Yeah, it's it's actually weird, like how fucking big of a change it was. It was like, I mean, mm. you think that like Sonic has a fractured fucking uh, fan base, you know, and all the different multimedia output. Uh, Turtles is a, is a huge tonal whiplash really there, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of impressive how each new iteration of the Turtles is like not afraid to like make big changes to the status quo of it. Like the, yeah. I haven't seen the most, I haven't seen Rise of the Ninja Turtles, but in that one, isn't it Raphael's the leader, right? Yeah, and he's also a really big, doofy, tough guy like Knuckles and Sonic right. Boom. See, I don't like that. I know They're character the designers, same. they do the shorthand thing. And we were talking about this the other night. I don't yeah, like, we oh, the nerdy guy is really skinny and wears glasses now and has like, you know, I feel like there's just better ways to communicate things. I know they say like show, don't tell, but I think that's showing a bit too much, you know, like, and they did it with boom where it's like, Oh, tail. How do you know tails is a mechanic? Well, he's always wearing goggles and carrying a wrench a hundred percent of the time. So it's kind of, it's just too obvious. It's like, you've, you know what they're like before you've got to know them. Whereas I like in the original cartoon that they all look the same. They've just got different bandanas until you get to know them and they've got completely different personalities. And, yeah. But you figure that out as you watch it. And I don't feel that you should have to kind of present that before. Like, yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not bad character design. because And actually, I've seen that show and it's really fucking well animated, dude. Um, it's not my cup of tea in general i'm not like a turtles guy but like yeah i'm still kind of like it's just a bit too far out of the realm of it for me but like it's really well animated it's fun to watch but it's it just yeah but it's yeah so it's not bad character design as in it looks great but it's just kind of lazy it's just a bit like obvious oh the big guy you know the the tough guy is like a big muscly guy and yeah you know the the leader's like the yeah. average body type and the nerd is kind of like, like i say the skinny guy with glasses and it's just like really obvious and like, I, I feel yeah. like you can do better now. Yeah. The animation is fantastic. But for me, I'm like, but it's not <laughs> my turtle. You were really upset with it, weren't you? I was. 
I think because yeah, I like, like them when they all look a little more uniform. I like when they have. Yeah. I mean, I like the '80s cartoon designs of them, where they've got the different mm. or the how they look in the video games. I guess based on it, where yeah. they've got the different colored bandanas, but they otherwise look like a uniform set of four. Yeah, the, they look the same. Like, yeah. But then I, I also understand that maybe with that cartoon they wanted to give them more individuality. But I, I, yeah. I quite like that they're all the same, and you get to know them. And you pick your favorites based on how they are, um, not yeah. on how they look. Um, but yeah, I'm very kind of like, I, I like My Turtles, which was like <laughs> the original cartoon. And anything else, I'm a bit just like, nope, <laughs> yeah. not <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> I looked up the pizza question and yeah, you're right. It was just beer in the early issues and it was it wasn't until they did the toy deal and then started the original animated series that they did, they made the decision that pizza was going to be one of their defining things. Hmm. Got to yeah. have something, I suppose. Like, I, I was saying um, to you guys before we started, like they actually promoted um, the toys with the cartoon because the cartoon wasn't out. It was just like, hey, look, you can get these cool like Ninja Turtle toys. Uh, mm. And look, there's a cartoon of it it wasn't like here's the cartoon oh look now we'll make some toys it was like oh we should probably make a cartoon to go with these toys so that we can sell them and that is why the cartoon came about to sell the toys and the cartoon's amazing i love it and it's just incredible that it comes from those beginnings like yeah it's it's pretty shallow isn't it and then it, it becomes such a beloved thing to the point where like i'm literally sat here right now playing uh, a new iteration and partially a remake of a game based on a cartoon, based on a toy, based on a comic. What? Well, yeah, it's yeah. weird amount of degrees of separation, but it's a, a hugely beloved thing. Like as you're proving there, like this is like your. I mean, yeah, this is like I, I was saying is your Sonic Mania. Well, okay. this this is the perfect game for me specifically because. I love the turtles and I also love Mike Patton who oh, yeah, sings oh the theme tune. He's like my favorite musician. I love him. Uh, you like a bit if, of Mr. Bungle, don't you? If anybody doesn't know, that is the singer of Faith No More. And if you haven't listened to them, please do because they're amazing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he does a really good job. Um, and yeah, just the, the game is awesome because also one of my favorite games from when I was a kid is Streets of Rage. And it's kind of like, a bit of that, a bit of turtles, and some, you know, Mike Patton just chucked in there for fun. <laughs> bit of golden axe, but then in some ways it is almost entirely a Sonic Mania, even to me because like T Lopes is back doing the music, and he does a fucking fantastic job as well. Mm, yeah, it sounds great. It's really evocative of the time. Like, there's a few tunes that are just like have that '80s flavor, but then there's a few of them that sound like almost big budget remakes of the tunes from. Uh, Turtles in Time or Hyperstone Heist. One of them, in fact, is, I think, just a remix, the second stage. Uh, yeah. But, but apart from a couple of references, though, it's its own thing, really, isn't it? And you can hear the T. Lopes-isms in it oh, a little yeah. bit, too. Like it, Not that these tracks would necessarily work for a Sonic Mania 2 or vice versa, but like you can hear... Um, you can hear that it's T. Lopes. And like in the Zoo stage in particular, I'm like, oh, that's... It kind of reminds me of Sonic Mania mm. in some ways, the note progression or something somehow. But uh, think... it's a great soundtrack, and uh, he he oh. kills it. And then, of course, yeah. you've got the uh, the Wu Tang members. Oh, uh, fuck who yeah! Uh, Ray, to the, the final song, Ghostface Killer, yeah. Raekwon and Ghostface Killer, 
who contribute to the final battle song with Shredder, which is dope. Um, so sick. Yeah. I mean, there's a few like uh, a few characters pop up in this, like Johnny Atma, um, Mega Ran, and stuff. Like people that like I've just seen do shit on YouTube, and now they're in a game. Like it must be a dream come true. Like they're they're doing a T Lopes of their own. They're kind of like ascending a little bit from presumably fans of the whole thing. And I know they're all massive nerds as well. That's just yeah. nice to be part of something like this. It feels like it's made by and for people that just really like this stuff. You know, it's, it's a labor of love, man. Yeah. You always kind of go back to that thing of like, you want to see that they clearly gave a shit and you can tell that they, yeah. they gave a shit with, with this one. And going back to what you were, you got, you and Jenny were talking about with uh, Eastman and Laird and just the turtles success mm. story, as a whole, it's like it is one of those like really cool, you know, um, came from obscurity to like launch this massive global franchise. Um, and it's so admirable because of how specific and weird <laughs> yeah. are as a concept. Like it's this par- it's sort of this parody of Marvel comics of the 80s, but it's also very much its own thing with its own angle to it. And it's just like of all things, that's the th- it's just so I don't know, I it's just very strange. It's a very strange thing. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a mouthful. You would never yeah. like imagine that that's the kind of thing that would become something that everybody knows and can sing the theme song by heart and knows and has their favorite turtle and like just get so into this, the mythos of it. Um, but I love it. I love that it's so strange. Yeah. Do we want to talk at all about the live action movies? Oh, uh, we talked about the house and stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about the Michael Bay produced ones. Oh. Oh. No, in the last like few years. <laughs> Has anybody seen I've those? Seen, I haven't seen I have those. seen them. Yeah, they're what? bad. They're oh. not good. Oh, dear. The second one is better. The the second one out of the shadows because yeah. it has Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. And there's more focus on like the turtles and the turtle action and there's more and I think there's Krang. Yeah, um, Krang's in it, yeah. Yeah. And he's got um like Brad Garrett does the voice or something. So oh, he's does all just like, yeah, it's hey, not, you better watch it's out, not turtle. Great. He's just like fucking you know, like he should be like the Shredder. Horrible, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, the awful little creepy little bastard he should be, but they keep trying to make Krang cool, and I don't like that. In the new show as well, it's always just like, yes, turtles into the layer of the Krang. And I'm like, no, no, stop it. You should just be a gross, yeah, horrible, burping little fucking brain thing. He's just yeah. like... Don't sort of, change things I like. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, he's just this big, like, well, I say big, small, slimy brain thing with tentacle arms, and he kind of slurps, and he talks, and he's like... Yeah. <laughs> he, more, oh, he's just gross. Yeah. Like... But it's like he's easily defeatable without his robot, you know, like literally you could just like take him out and just kick him across the room and he wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> he'd just flail his tentacles about. Like, I'm fairly certain that's what they do in the movie as well. It's just like they just plop him out of the robot and then he's just useless then. Yeah. And they probably make a joke about bubble gum or something. Or I, I can't remember. <laughs> we have I seen it. Remember. We have seen it because I remember you got annoyed at um what's her name Mega their noses then oh, oh the noses we could we could do a whole episode about that but oh um, did... megan fox is april oh my god that... oh, yeah. <laughs> no i i no offense to megan fox i'm sure she's a lovely woman but she is I don't not think she's listening april o'neill 
she's no no yeah she's not nerdy enough i'm annoyed because at the beginning of the film it was like you know she started off i was like okay this is surprising me maybe this could work and then there's that fucking scene yeah because she's dressed up yeah she's dressed up like undercover right and we're like oh this is cool she's getting a scoop uh, and then she like goes, oh no, this isn't working. And then like does a sexy thing with her shirt. She literally and, they like, do like a slow mo walk or stuff. Yeah, it's she, just like, like oh come un- on, pins her hair yeah. and is like fly. Mm. Oh for goodness sake! I literally sat there and was like, what yeah. the fuck? They like, do I was it, so she mad. That with her. Yeah, it's, I was. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I was O'Neill's not but... meant to be like a sex symbol. She's basically just like this bumbling reporter who is quite clumsy and drop stuff and like she's a bit of a ditz she's she's cute and lovable but she's not this sex symbol and it really bugs me because i'm just like Mm. no maybe it could have worked when she was like in the costume before where she's like it could have worked but no they ruined it i don't know the uh april is a sex symbol in that yellow jumpsuit in the, Ah. the side of the arcade cabinet I mean, that okay. was one of the first times I remember. It was like that and climbing the rope in gym class where you're like, oh, what's going the on? the hell, here? Grant? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too much information. Well, you so uh, you're into rope play then, Grant. <laughs> I, I would say that I didn't, but a, a quick Google image search of April O'Neil, just oh, that, just God. April O'Neil, oh, will course. give you a lot of interesting results. So, yeah, I don't think you were alone with that one. But that's Absolutely it. She didn't wear that yellow jumpsuit at any point. If they're going to bother putting all of the other, you know, because obviously in the, the first one, they did their own thing. They did a pre-redesigned Sonic movie thing with it where they're like, yeah, we know what people like about this, but we don't give a fuck. We're just going to sort of do our own thing. And then people were upset with it. Uh, and then they were like, okay, sorry, we'll do a Sonic 2. We'll put in all the things you enjoy. Uh, and then they still just have that as, you know, it just it doesn't work. Yeah, man. the it Sonic movies are much better. The Sonic, well, yeah. What I'm trying to say is, yeah, the Sonic movies are uh, Kino. That's what the kids are saying. Okay, I'm looking at these pictures now, and yeah, it's yeah, clear yeah. that everybody likes April O'Neil. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say she wasn't <laughs> sexy. I just think it's unusual no. that you take a character who is deeply unsexy in the context of you know the cartoon that she's from i mean but it's a woman yeah like what people do with the fucking rescue rangers characters and stuff right yeah and sally acorn and and, sally acorn uh, yeah and and everything are gonna do what they're gonna do there is already rule 34 of this weird ghost baby from fucking sonic frontiers oh god i'm sorry (laughs) yeah i know oh my god Oh, she's actually a six thousand year old dragon. I don't want to hear it. You're a creep. Yeah, people take it up like <laughs> as a challenge now. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's another thing where I'm just I don't know if people are doing and liking things ironically or earnestly anymore. I can't tell the difference. I mean, I if can't. even if it's done ironically, there's somebody out there who is going to be enjoying it unironically. So yeah i guarantee you that about that we don't endorse that on the ghc podcast ladies and gentlemen (laughs) but we do endorse playing shredder's revenge we're not sponsored but it's available now go and play it it's really fun nathan go play it you liked streets of rage 4 this is by the same developers definitely play it it's amazing i will play it uh i mean i played it with a friend a little bit but i haven't bought it yet i just 
haven't had a whole lot of okay. time lately. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna get it. I'll probably wait for a sale or something. But yeah, I do want to play through it. it. Looks like a lot of yeah. fun. It it's fun. We should all play together again. It was a good time. Any last thoughts on Turtles before we switch into our next segment? I don't know what to say, really. It's just, yeah, it's just all good. It's just yeah. all good. Amazing. Um, and you, <laughs> I know you love it. Are you happy? Are you happy with Shredder's Revenge? Yeah. It, yeah. it is a really good game. I really enjoyed it. And right. Oh, yeah, wait. Jenny did it. this. Jenny ranked her top three favorite turtles, but the three of us should quickly <sighs> rank our top yeah, three favorite turtles. Oh, I just said Donatello is my favorite. Okay. Yeah, who's your top um, two, three? three? I don't know. I'm not going to name the others. That's just my. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Is it because you don't want to leave out Leonardo? To, um, rank things. Yeah. So I just pick my fave. Um, I pick mm-hmm. Mikey three times because Mikey's the best. There you go. He's amazing. I'll go, Raphael, Leonardo. Ooh, ooh, who's three? Ooh, who's three? Ooh, who's going to be three? Venus really Milo. Don't know. It's got to be Mikey. <laughs> I guess it's Mikey. I guess it's Mikey. But I like Donatello a lot too. Uh, but Leonardo's grown on me as a result of playing as him more in, in this game. He's, he's boring, but he's also wears blue. Uh, and he's got oh, two yeah, swords. Yeah. So it's like he should be cool. Mm. But he's not. But I sort no. of like that. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. Uh, so as you can tell, this is part of our non-Sonic tour of non-Sonic topics on the GHC podcast. We talked about Knights. Now we're talking about Turtles. We like lots of different things. And we so do. now we're going to take a moment to offer you, dear listeners, some quick recommendations of things that we've been enjoying from the world of pop culture and media that uh, maybe you should check out. Cool. Who's on first? As you can see, I've been enjoying it, Abbott and Costello. <laughs> uh a recent fave uh, for my wife and I is Spy X Family, or just Spy Family. Uh, but yeah, I think you say the X. I think you say Spy X Family. It's uh, we're talking. I'm talking about the anime adaptation of the manga. Uh, I've been watching it on Crunchyroll. I've been watching the English dub. It's really, really funny. Um, it's really endearing and heartwarming and action packed and very, very funny. It's uh, a spy has to infiltrate like a private school so in order to do that he has to create a fake family so he finds an assassin to portray his wife but he doesn't know that she's an assassin and he adopts a little girl who he doesn't know is a telepath uh to be his daughter okay and so they've each each three of the family have like their own secrets there's a spy assassin and telepath none of them aside from the the daughter knows everything because she's a telepath the others don't know anything and just the animation is really funny. The jokes hit really strong. And it went from like being something I was hearing people talk positively about. to like, yeah, I'll check this show out. And was like enjoying it for the first couple episodes. And now it's like I'm like counting down the days till the next new episode comes out because it's just so it's so good. So check out Spy X Family if you like things that are funny and good. Cool. It's a good recommendation. Yeah. Um, I well, I got a switch about a month ago now. Because I think we were talking about it on the Mario episode, so I've just been playing a lot of Super Mario Odyssey. It's really fun. Where have I been, for fuck's sake? Uh, and I got Breath of the Wild for my birthday, so yesterday, in fact. And I think I've already clocked about fifteen hours on it. Uh, it's it's just really nice. I know I can see why it's not everyone's cup of tea, and I'm kind of hoping in the second one they put a bit more of the bigger dungeons, you know, for people. But mm-hmm. the weirdest thing for me is playing it. And I did play it a little bit before, but yeah, my memory is not what it used to be, fellas. Um, 
a few years back I, I did play it at a friend's house very briefly um but what gets me now playing it uh i suppose with the power of hindsight is it reminds me a lot of elden ring <laughs> i feel like elden ring ripped mm. off a few ideas from it um which isn't the worst yeah. thing in the world um i've often like said what? to uh Ah, oh, see, now I can't think of anything at all. Um, <laughs> well, I thought you meant like the world design and the way that you're like you encounter enemies and stuff. Partly, yeah, just like in how the enemies are, are put together and how um, there was a couple of really specific things that stood out to me. I didn't I have like a notepad next to me or anything. Oh shit! I shouldn't have said anything. Now I can't back it up. <laughs> Ruined it. I'll tell you next week. It don't matter. Um, but I just noticed a few of those sorts of things. And um, yeah, it's just it's just great fun. Lots of little touches that I'm enjoying. Um when you know, when I realized that you could like tame your own horse and like name it and everything, and I'm just like, uh just just uh, enjoying that. Like you can, you know, all the different clothes and you can like dye your clothes and all that and and just the freedom of it, like the fact that they go, go here and talk to input, and I go, fuck you, I'm actually just gonna go to the beach and fight enemies way harder than me. Uh, just because I can, and I, I like being able to do that. I know a few of our uh, GHC pals. It's not their cup of tea because you know didn't like the open world uh, sort of angle, but it's good stuff. I can see why Sonic Frontiers wants to rip it off so bad because uh, you know they did a good good job with it. So enjoying it so far. I haven't really been watching telly, um, although we did uh, watch How High again the other night after about twenty years. And I'd never up. seen it. You'd never seen it. Yeah. So if you like recreational drugs, you'll enjoy the film How High, starring Method Man and Red Man. I put hundreds of hours into Breath of the Wild, and Mm. I definitely stand by the opinion that it's the very it's the best in class of the Zelda series for whatever faults it may or may not have. It's it reinvigorated the series for me and for so many other people. Uh and it's it's still it's still like a, a game that I'll revisit hop on a horse or hop on the post game DLC motorcycle and uh, just cruise around and beat up bad guys and look for Korok seeds. It's a great time. Yeah. It's definitely something I just enjoy being in it. I see a lot of people now, the the kids now is ironic. They're like, they're so used to open world games. They're like, where's the content? I want a linear storyline driven thing. And I'm like, man, I've been playing that for 20 years. Open world games fascinate me and they, they still do all the weird little touches, like even just the fact that the grass moves when you walk through it, stuff like that still gets me. So yeah, just noodling around is, is so enjoyable for me. I think like, and where Elden Ring fell apart for me was when you actually got funneled into a little zone and everything got really hard for no reason. And I was like, but I was enjoying just sort of wandering around, you know, more of that. Yeah. It's fun how you can interact with everything in the environment. You can chop down the trees, you can climb the trees, Mm. you can turn the trees into a campfire you can burn the grass. You can yes. water the grass. You can, you can. You know, you can do all sorts of gardening. Uh, you can indeed. Um, and the all the all the little power ups, the using the stasis and the and the magnesis and stuff like that to interact with things in the environment. Some of it does get a bit like, oh, it's just there's a chest in the water. You have to use the ice power to get it out. Fair enough. And yeah. So yeah, uh, some yeah. of it has a similar know. amount of repetition. But, I'll tell you, you're um, gonna, yeah, you're gonna see those ideas repeated ad nauseum. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. But then for me, like, yeah, this, I'm not too worried about stuff like that. Like, um, if the joy of the movement is there, and it 
in a weird way reminds me a little bit of Just Cause 2, which is one of my favorite games, dude, like because it's fun to just fuck around in that game. And with the glider, you know, there's a little bit of a similarity there. You can just like go up somewhere really high and just fucking just jump off and see how long you can hold on. Just like just yeah. noshing like mushrooms and, and shit like on the way down so you don't run out of stamina. Um, yeah. The cooking, the cooking I enjoy. Weirdly, I'm just I'm just throwing stuff in the pot. I was sat there for like 20 minutes earlier on just throwing stuff in the pot, seeing what I could make. Just um, lots of little systems. I said to you, it's like, because you asked me to compare it to Horizon, which I also really enjoy. Um, and I feel like in Horizon, I'm more in my character, like I'm more in control of my character, I feel like. But in Zelda, it's like I, I, I've got more at my disposal in terms of systems and gadgets and things to fool around with. So um, I don't know. Yeah. Not to not to keep us here too long, but like the Ludo narrative, I think it's called dissonance oh. in uh, Breath mm. of the Wild. is So it's the difference between yes. what the plot is being told to you in the game versus the plot as you experience it playing the game mm. is really funny in Zelda because it's like, okay, you've, you've woken up for, from this hundred year slumber, hurry up and go take care of Ganon as soon as possible. But really what you're doing is you're dicking around. You're like yeah. finding apples to burn. You're like finding horses to train. You're like yeah. doing everything you can to like put off dealing with Ganon uh, because then that just ends the game. And then that, that's no fun. You don't want and that, then the other yeah. thing too, is like you're in the middle of battle with like a Lionel or like a, in, you know, some intense beast. And it's like, hold on, got to eat this fish filet that I prepared earlier <laughs> in my magically yeah. gigantic pouch. I uh, just got to hold on real quick in the middle of this battle. Just one second, or you're flying on the glider. Just hold on, got to eat this meat skewer to, uh, increase my stamina. Oh, yeah. Uh, or whatever. I don't mind all yeah. that. I like cooking and gathering stuff because I'm a simple boy. Um, but I gotta say, the weapons breaking, man, that's bumming me out. That is annoying. Yeah, you gotta make a point to get the master sword when you can. Um. Uh, well, I hope I hope I can. Be a shit hero of time if I didn't. Um. Anyway, yeah, man, yeah, I'm dragging this one along. Sorry, who else is doing stuff? Nathan, what you been up to? Uh, let me see. Uh, I was playing intelligent cube on the playstation with the the playstation plus premium oh, yeah. subscription they uh give you some playstation one and playstation two classic games now intelligent cube i played through recently i thought it was a pretty interesting game it's like a very strange um puzzle game i guess you could call it like an action puzzle game where mm. you're this guy like running around on a grid of cubes and you have to basically eliminate all the gray cubes as they slowly uh, march down towards the end of the lane and you can't break the black cubes and then there's also green cubes or if you break them then you can set them off as a bomb later like in a three by three explosion okay. and so it's this uh what you're trying to do there is basically like eliminating all the gray blocks <gasps> without eliminating the black blocks on accident yeah uh it's pretty oh, interesting. i know this game yeah yeah i thought it was pretty called... i'd never played it before um but I played through the entire thing yeah. over the course of a couple of weeks, and uh, I used save states and rewind, and I think I would have been a lot more frustrated if I didn't have those things. Oh, yeah. But uh, I quite enjoyed it, and the soundtrack is a very orchestral, t- uh, like, yeah, orchestral music, and it, it was reminding me of Skies of Arcadia, actually, now I remember it, in one yeah. of the levels, and then another level was reminding huh. me of Star Wars uh, just because of the music that they were using in it. It's got um, hmm. it had a different name in the UK, which is why I oh, yeah? recognise it. Yeah, it's called Kurushi. Uh, okay. Weirdly, uh, they only called it that in Europe. Um, 
but I know the exact game. Yeah. And when you were describing it, I was like, yeah, well, cause I had a demo disc of it on the PlayStation. Uh, I never played the full game, but I did um, play that demo quite a lot. And it is, yeah, there's a, a lot of challenge to it and it's just got a really unique atmosphere because mm-hmm. it's so minimalist. Um, and at the time I think this, this came out, I'm just looking it up now in 1997 i feel like a lot of people were trying to do some flashy stuff to show off you know what these disc based machines could really do and this one's just a surreal minimalist little puzzle game and um yeah shit man you get me wanting to play that again i'll have to give that a look yeah it's pretty fun uh, it's just like yeah that kind of very early 3d era of game design and they you know they were doing a lot of very weird experimental things during that era that um yeah think are pretty cool in retrospect and i missed out on a lot of that era at the time so it was fun to kind of catch up on it now so i recommend it i enjoyed it mm, um yeah. other than that i've been trying to you know always trying to keep up with movies and tv shows and so uh i've been watching ozark with my girlfriend which is i guess like a really old Ooh. recommendation because i think that show just yeah. ended but i'm only in season two right now and it's uh pretty good although i can't watch too many episodes in a row because it's like so intense it gives me anxiety sometimes yeah is it kind of is that the one with jason bateman in it yeah he's really yeah, good like in breaking it. bad but jason bateman yeah right? as like oh, essentially a money laundering accountant type character yeah mm-hmm. i'm intrigued because better or worse I'm... than breaking bad uh i think mm. it's probably not as good as breaking bad but i think if you liked breaking bad you will like ozark if you let yourself get into it it's kind of very hitting gotcha. the same similar types of notes of like intensity and uh you know cartel drama and interpersonal drama cool with you know bursts of violence here and there so uh, it's an important ritual in the boyfriend girlfriend husband wife in the relationship right. dynamic you got to have a show to watch finding a show, watch yeah. a show well thank so you're currently really without smart. a show i mean you've got some recommendations now yes yeah, so we we never really finish anything is the problem. We sort of start watching stuff. We try watching Evangelion and uh, I don't know, man, it's just, take, I, 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 you know, it's a bit of a... <laughs> Maybe it's, it's just not the show for you then. <laughs> it's a bit of a slog, man. Well, that That's was all. the one that uh, Lee recommended yeah, to Lee us. Yeah, Lee Emily was saying we should watch it. And I'm just but, like, I'm, just, um, I'm trying to get it, man. It, it kind of started to dip, but they've said we need to carry on. It yeah, they're like, oh, no, that's just, yeah, that's when it gets good. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, fine. So we're going to um, try and finish that one. I promised you that I was going to watch the Turtles show with you again. You did. Watch did, the Turtles with me. I will. We watched uh, a couple of episodes, but Josh is and, quite um, hard to pin down to watch shows. You're I like, I'm too busy playing fucking Fortnite <laughs> Grant all the time. Man. I'm it's more <laughs> We're going for that oh, yeah, number one big three royale, yeah. yeah. Um, it's more that you have to be in the mood. I have. We, uh, oh, we, we did watch, we started watching Looping the Third Part 4. That's another one we got to finish. But it, on, on a similar vein, we watched uh, Looping the Third the First the other day. Yeah, and, that was uh, cute. That was, that was fun. It was a fun what movie. is Lupin? I don't think I've ever really understood what that is. I don't have any exposure to uh, it. He is a... It's an anime? It's, yeah, it was a manga series from the 60s. It is weirdly, unofficially, loosely based on a French literary character called Arsène Lupin, who's like a master thief type character, goes around the world stealing diamonds and shit, you know? Okay. Um, classy, classy type gentleman thief, you know? And this is in the the, the manga, it's supposed to be like his, his grandson, Arsène Lupin III. And he uh, just gets up to scrapes with his pals 
you know, cruising around the world trying to nick stuff and fuck women and just get up to shenanigans, <laughs> basically. Okay. It does. That's what happens in the show. It's yeah, he's like a he's like a James Bond but a thief. Like it's like it's very like globe trotting adventures and you know, a bit of mystery and intrigue and like, you know, sexy ladies and Except golden guns and all that. Hmm. I mean, he cut, well, not in this one, no. Like he, he was awful in the old, in the old <laughs> stuff, but um, they toned it down a little bit. But, um, but it's, it's hugely far-reaching. I'm sure our dear listeners would be able to like point out a lot more than I can. Um, but there are, you know, there were TV shows of it. There were movies, OVAs, uh, just all kinds of stuff, man. Uh, vinyl figures of all the sexiest ladies, of course, that you can put. Oh wow. In your little in your sweaty little man cave, wherever you like. Oh, um you're gonna say in a little stuff. jar. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um also you can do that, I'm not the police. It's fine. I promise. I promise. Um mm. yeah, so it's it's a it's a, a far reaching and long lasting um media juggernaut. And uh yeah, I don't know, if you want to jump on, uh you could do worse, I suppose, than watching Looping the Third. The first, it's not the best one, but it sets up the characters okay. I'd say probably start with There's Kyle. a Miyazaki one, right? Or yeah, a Ghibli one. Literally just about to say Castle Cagliostro was oh. that's the one I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's the Miyazaki one. So that's like famously like Lupin fans will be like, oh, it's not like a true representation of the character because he's a lot more gentle in that. But it's hmm. just a really because it's Miyazaki, it's just a really charming film. He still is a bit of a cheeky boy, but it's not you know, you could watch it with your fat, you know, it's, watch it with your kids. It's a family film. It's not too savage. It's, it's pleasant. And I enjoy it as well. So that's a good place to start. And then maybe just the original series, if you want to go all the way back, but, um, worth a watch. It's, he's a, a very enduring character. Like, and it's, it's been very influential on a lot of other series. Um, Shinichiro Watanabe was saying that, you know, it's a big influence on his stuff, like Cowboy Bebop, uh, space dandy and that were heavily influenced by Lupin. oh wow all right yeah so uh yeah i don't know man yeah give it a look I see what's out there out. jenny yeah. do you have any quick recs for us oh hook us up oh gosh uh trying to think what have you seen what have i seen I'm You've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race recently. Oh, you? please don't admit that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it. I'm just don't, saying I can hear me do that. You also gave us the Faith No More recommendation. Dude. I've never really listened to Faith No More. Oh, they're really good. They're, um, oh, I have a friend who's really into that band. Yeah, they're much cooler than RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> well, which, uh, mm. go top, top album then, babe. Oh, gosh. Uh, probably King for a Day. Okay. Yeah, I would I would say King for a Day. I think because my, my brother recommended that to me when I was about 16, I think. And uh, I was obsessed with it for a long time. But they're all good. Like, I don't think they have a bad album, in my opinion. Um, okay. I need more music recommendations. In a, there's a music sharing channel in our Discord, but everyone's just posting... Uh, Video game music. I don't yeah. need any more video game music. I need music music. <laughs> what the fuck, right? I told them off. <laughs> I told them off. I was yeah. like, stop fucking posting Sonic music, you nerds. Place. <laughs> There's some cool yeah. shit in here. Uh, and then they oh. just keep doing it. So that's what they like. It's fine. But who am I? Yeah, you got to start posting some real music in there, and then they're all going to react like, what the hell is Real this music. Stuff? They'll be like, no, this is the Deltarune soundtrack. Toby Fox is a genius. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm too, I'm too old. That's all it is. I'm just too fucking old and shit and mm. boring 
Um, but yes, please, we need more of that. So King for a Day, we'll do that. And you like Mr. Bungle as well, I don't do. you? Do that's... Mr. Bungle. Well, Mr. Bunghole? <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. What the hell Mr. is this? Bungle. Mr. Bungle. Mr. Bungle. It's uh, another one of Mike Patton's bands from, I think that was from when he was in like high school or college. Um, and they're, they're wacky. They're really wacky. Yeah, uh, a lot strange. of people have described it as uh, clown music. Um, <laughs> clown music. Give it, <laughs> give it a go. Uh, it's it's not for everyone, but I absolutely love it because it's so wacky and nuts. Yeah. Um, but if you want like a more chilled out version of Mr. Bungle, I would say listen to the album uh, California because that one's good. It's still wacky, but it's like a bit more calm than the other ones. Um, yeah, it surprised me that you liked it because I think when we met, you're a little bit of a goth, and uh, I was just like, <laughs> it really surprised me when you put this this fucking weird haunted funfair music on. Like it was just terrifying. That's it. I'm just like I'm a goth that's into clown music. So. I can't. I can't get on, I can't get on board Doesn't with it. I can't endorse. Make that you a juggler. Oh Jesus! Yay. Yeah, I think that's that's what happens when you make. Uh, yeah, when you mix goth and clown, yeah. you get juggalo. That's the only criteria. Um, yeah. All right, jugglers. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right, jug family. Thanks for hey Jenny. Thanks for uh, finally joining us for an episode of the podcast. Uh, it was great to have you here and yeah, talk a bunch yeah. of nonsense and turtles with you. Yeah. yeah thanks thank for joining you for us. having me. Yeah, it's been really fun, and it's one of my favorite topics because I love the turtles. So thank you for letting me be involved. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. We, uh... Let's do more. We'll do more playthroughs, yeah, especially after Nathan gets the game. We'll do. Oh, uh, we'll do a run with us. Grant, mm-hmm. wait. Put Lee in there. Grant, pause the pause the music. Pause it. Because you know what we need to get. Are you up for a bit? Are you going to be on for a bit? Who me? Yeah, Grant. Yeah. Are you going to be up for? Am a bit? I going to be on for a bit? Yeah. Uh, gonna, I, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, because you know what yeah, we need sure. to get. You know what we need to get, don't you? What? We got a number one victory royale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love this song. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Okay, put the music back on now. Play us off. Play us off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, Nathan, play some Fortnite with us. No. Yeah. All Do right. It. Yeah, I'll have to reinstall it or something. Josh is really good. He's really sneaky. Ooh, I, I tend to I tend to just leap right in the way of the bullets. That's not a good strategy. So that's, I'm often holding us back. Oh, that's, that's okay. Me too. <laughs> yeah, jump in anyway, and that goes for you, dear listeners. If you want to play fork knife with us, like the kids <laughs> are doing, come and uh, come and get involved. It's all good fun. <laughs> Fortnite, we belt to get down.